this song, now we're gonna do the same for you. What's up, guys? It's Donna here. And Holly. And you're listening to Teaser Talk. Switch, turn this on, now we're gonna do the same. You hit the on switch. Turn this on, now we're gonna do the same for you. Happy Teaser Talk Tuesday. It is Holly here on this Christmas Eve. I hope you guys are having an awesome holiday, but you know us within Teaser Talk, we like to do things a little weird, so we have something special in store with you today. I'm going to be going over all the weird Christmas legends, traditions, and things like that that are celebrating around the world. So let's get into these weird traditions. Okay, so first up we have Krampus. So kids, of course, are well acquainted with Father Christmas, Santa Claus, Saint Nick, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, people who celebrate those are actually lucky that they don't live in Austria, where a ghoulish creature known as Krampus, I'm sorry, yeah, Krampus, the evil accomplice of Saint Nicholas, is said to run wander the streets in search of badly behaved children. During the month of December, you can expect to see terrifying mass figures out and all about scaring kids and adults alike with these ghastly pranks. So I guess Santa kind of serves as the carrot and Krampus is the stick. So he's the evil demon anti-Santa, maybe his evil twin. Not sure where it, you know, with everything started, but on December 5th, the eve of St. Nicholas Day in Austria and other parts of Europe, People dress up as Krampus and roam the streets looking for someone to beat with a stick. It's also a night for drinking, so I'm sure the beatings get pretty interesting pretty quick. Next up is the Yule Cat in Iceland. So one of the weirdest festive traditions that we came across was from Iceland, where it's super random, but a giant cat is said to roam the snowy countryside at Christmas time. Traditionally, farmers would use this Yule cat as an incentive for their workers. Those who you like worked hard, they would receive a new set of clothes. But those who wouldn't receive the new set of clothes would be devoured by a gigantic cat-like beast. So today it is customary in Iceland for everyone to go out and get new clothing for Christmas to avoid this tragic I don't know, destination that you would get if you didn't. So I guess you wouldn't get eaten by a big cat. Kind of random. I want to know who decided, like, you know, if you don't get new clothes, you're going to get devoured by a giant cat. It's just a little crazy. So next up, I know my co-host Donna would love this one. A cobweb Christmas in Ukraine. So Ukraine's strangest festive tradition is not one for people who are scared of spiders like myself. Um, they would have, let's see here, when usually, you know, when you think of Christmas decorations, you think of tinsel, you think of Christmas trees, Christmas bulbs, all that fun stuff. However, the Ukrainians have a little bit of an unorthodox decoration that they use. It's a, it's to mimic the natural formation of a spider's web with the shimmering of dew. So the tradition goes back to a folktale about a poor widow who could not afford to decorate a Christmas tree for her children. The legend has it that the spiders in the house took pity upon the family and spun a beautiful webs all over the Christmas tree, which the children awoke to find out on Christmas morning. 
So spider webs were actually considered very lucky in Ukrainian culture. So I guess that makes sense. Not kind of super bizarre, but kind of bizarre if you think about whenever, you know, within us in the United States, cobwebs isn't the first thing you think about when it comes to Christmas decorations. However, this year I did go out and do a Jack Skeleton Christmas, so might go well with mine. Next up is the pickle in the tree, which is in Germany. So the Christmas tree tradition embraced around the world today is to believe to be started in Germany back in the 16th century. It comes with no surprise that the, I don't know, that our German cousins have funny customs relating to festive trees. One of these is to hide a pickle somewhere within the branches of the tree and give it to a gift, whoever, give it as a gift to the child in the household that finds it. So some claim that tradition may not be German after all. One legend says that the Christmas pickle started in Spain when two young boys were held as prisoners inside of a pickle barrel and then St. Nicholas rescued the boys and brought them back to life. Either way, pickle on the tree is definitely, um, I mean, I think it's something I could get behind because I like pickles and I'm all about like game, sounds like some, something fun. Um, little, little unorthodox, but kind of cool, kind of cool. Okay, next is, I'm not sure if I can get around, get along with this next one. So this is going to be festive sauna and it's going to be in Finland and it looks like many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna. And at Christmas time, this is the cozy spot, becomes sacred space associated with long dead ancestors. On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip butt naked and take a long, respectful stint into the sauna, which is to believe to be home of the legendary sauna elf. After the sauna session, Finn's head out to an evening evening of celebrations while spirits of those ancestors take their place. Don't know about you, but that would be a super awkward Christmas feather, family gathering with everyone just sitting around butt naked in a sauna. Kind of almost reminds me of like Day of the Dead, but a lot more awkward. Next is going to be Belfena the Witch, which is going to be in Italy. So let's forget Santa Claus and December 25th, when in Italy, the action that takes place on the eve of January 5th. This is, according to folklore or old folktale, an old woman named Belfina visits all the children of Italy to fill their stockings with candy and leave them presents if they've been good. Just like Father Christmas, she enters the chimney and leaves treats for children that live there, typically wine and local delicacies. So I would be all about some witch flying in and dumping some wine and some sweets in my stocking. I'm not going to lie. It sounds a lot cooler than Christmas. I'm sorry, than Santa Claus. Okay, next up is fried caterpillars in South Africa. So when we think of Christmas food, I don't know about you guys, but I always think of like a ham, maybe a turkey, some pie, um, you know, some cranberry, maybe some apple cider, some nice, warm, home-cooked meals. However, in South Africa, it's the creepy crawlies that local children look forward to. Fried caterpillars on Christmas may seem one of the weirdest traditions, especially when it comes to meals around the world, but these caterpillars aren't just the -the run-of-the-mill variety you find in the garden. Pine tree emperor moth, or Christmas caterpillar, is covered in very festive hues. So it's going to be, I guess, like a good luck thing for them to eat fried caterpillars. I'm not sure, but I'm, 
I'm out. If that's the case, just like black beans, or I'm sorry, um, black eyed peas, I am way out. Next one is pretty cool too. This is going to be Norway. Um, they celebrate flying witches. So some Norwegian, you know, legend has it that Christmas Eve is the day when mischievous spirits and witches take to the skies for mischief and just to be, I guess, pranksters. As witches often use brooms as their perform, perfor, preferred mode of transportation, the tradition is that Norwegian families hide any cleaning supplies attached with sticks so that witches won't be able to find them and wreak havoc within their household and their town. A little spooky, and that's something I could definitely get behind. Okay, you guys, this next one, I'm not gonna lie, it's super random, and I've really tried to wrap my hand around it. Maybe you guys can just, I don't know, help me out with this one. But this is gonna be the poop log, and yeah, it's it's an interesting one to say the least. So in Catalonia, Spain, they have one of probably the weirdest traditions, and I'll say weird, but maybe random, that they celebrate on the on this list. So meet Tio de Nadal, and I'm sure I'm butchering that with my awesome Oklahoma accent. The Christmas log. Tio de Nadal is made from a hollow log with stick legs, a smile, and a red hat. Every every evening between December 8th and Christmas Eve, children feed the log with small treats and water, and they leave him under a blanket to keep they leave him a blanket to keep warm. On Christmas Eve, this is where things get a little bit weird. Children are tasked with beating the log with sticks while singing a traditional song, which include amazing lyrics such as poop log, poop nuggets, hazelnuts, and motto cheese. If you don't poop well, I'll hit you with a stick, poop log. After the poop log is properly beating and ser serenaded, the log magically poops out presents and candy, where he is then considered useless and, throw and thrown in the fire for warmth. <laughs> little bit crazy not sure who really thought about like let's just beat a log and call it a poop log and then tell it it needs to poop out presents and i'm not sure what kind of presents i'd want to get all right so this is going to be another tradition there in spain and it's going to be a christmas statue found in nativity scenes that you will not see here in the united states it's going to be in spain italy and portugal the scenes depict an entire town of bethlehem so the Caganay, which you think of it as like caca, is like, you know, crap or stool in, um, yeah, in, in languages. So it is literally a man defecating in the corner of the nativity, nativity scene. So it's like you have baby Jesus, you have Mary, you have Joseph, and then you have some random guy taking a dump in the corner super gross super weird but usually with these they have them as like public figures or celebrities so like you know they'll have like donald trump they'll have george w bush they've even had like david beckham if you google them like the, all the like all the celebrities they have them i'm not exactly sure but it's super crazy usually tucked away in the corner far from mary and joseph so that's kind of nice obviously this guy needs privacy because he is defecating there are a, cute, uh, a quite 
a few explanations for this custom, but none have been confirmed as the original source. They've been used for at least a couple of hundred years, and like I just said, you can buy the ones that resemble modern day celebrities. And I think this is gonna be one that I'll skip because that stuff just grosses me out. <laughs> they can keep their extra guy in the corner because yeah, that's just random and, and gross. Okay, so this next one is pretty morbid in my opinion. So this is gonna be Zorte Pete or Black Peter and he is Santa's helper in the Netherlands. Um, he arrives on the eve of St. Nicholas Day in a steamship with his slave, which is a little a little bad. I mean, a lot bad. What the heck, Santa? You got slaves? So Santa's slave, I guess, is Zorte Pete. And he is portrayed as a public... He's portrayed in public possessions in several cities. Since about 1850, children who don't behave during the year were told that Black Peter would be coming to take them back to Spain, where Santa Claus lives. The racist, I mean, very racist aspects of this custom have been downplayed in recent decades. The tale of Black Peter now describes him as a chimney sweep instead of a slave, which explains the blackface. But charges of racism still follow Black Peter as he's often portrayed with an afro and exaggerated features. Come on, Netherlands, I'm gonna skip this tradition. That's just wrong in so many ways. Okay, this next one is going to be for us here in the United States. So those who want to partake in this, you guys are gonna have to be going to New York City. This is SantaCon. In this event taking place annually in New York City, it's certainly not your average holiday tradition. But if you are looking for a place to dress up and unwind for a day, maybe it's for you. It's literally a convention of people who want to dress up like Santa and hang out. It's not the it's not an event actually for kids. It's a place for adults to get into the holiday spirit, dress up and have a good time. There's no drinking allowed and the dress code of red is encouraged. So um, no thank you, I'm out on that just from reading that. The convention's guidelines include things like address your fellow Santa as Santa t and tell them, oh, I'm sorry, and tell you not to dress as an elf as they are treated, as they are not treated well at this event. So yeah, just don't be going in as an elf and you guys should be fine. It's kind of like furry convention, but a Santa convention? I don't know, but I'm out. Okay, next. Again, we are familiar with this one here in the U.S., but it's a mistletoe. If you guys really think about it, I mean, growing up, it's like normal um, for us to see mistletoe everywhere, but if you really think about it, it's so random to think about a plant hanging in your house and forcing you to awkwardly kiss people. In this strange holiday tradition, it has its roots in Norse mythology as the goddess Frigg blessings mistletoe and promising everyone who passed underneath would re underneath it would receive a kiss it's believed to be bad luck if you refuse a kiss under mistletoe so if you decide to hang in some in your home you could be setting yourself for a smooch rather than a decorating a decoration that you have set up for christmas so just go ahead and avoid those awkward kisses from your drunk uncle and <laughs> and just hold off on decorating with mistletoe all right, so this next one and last one, you guys, I could definitely get behind. And let me tell you this, because it's super intriguing and super bad. I mean, rad. 
Kind of reminds me of Purge, but no one dies, maybe. Okay, so this one is going to be Turkanakawi, which means to hit each other. It's an annual established practice of fighting for fellow community members held on the 25th of December by the inhabitants um, near Costco, I'm sorry, Cusco, not Costco, Peru. This practice started in the capital there and is now kind of spread out in other villages and cities. It's prominent, um, the prominent ones being from Cusco in Lima. This is a festival that consider, it also consists of like dancing and the individuals fight each other to settle like old conflicts or whatever. So if you have beef with someone, December 25th is the day for you guys just to go out and just deck each other and have it out. I guess with the no strings attached, you don't get in trouble for assault. You just go out and have a good old beat down with each other. So again, that's something I could probably definitely get behind. And that wraps up our Christmas Eve special edition podcast episode of Teaser Talk. From us at Teaser Talk, whether you guys are out beating a poop log, kissing random sloppies under the mistletoe, decking it out with those who you hate, however you celebrate your holiday, we hope you guys have a great one and Merry Christmas. We'll catch you guys next week on Teaser Talk. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teaser Talk. We look forward to seeing you next Teaser Talk Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Teaser Talk. This way we can keep up with you guys until the next episode.